Welcome to the Pascal Ngwe Podcast. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal is an anointed teacher of the Word of God who makes the Bible to come alive. Get ready to be empowered as you listen to the Word of God. Some, some is still working, some it doesn't. So I'm talking with, I'm aware that some people, even when they give birth, the milk are still not coming out. It's because of the chemicals. The chicken that chicken is is born within one week, you're already eating it. Yeah. There was no chicken leaking, there were none of those. Raw from the farm. So everything works perfectly. As soon as the child is born, the milk is coming. And the milk comes for a certain period, then it stops. Then you move to the solids. Are you with me? So that is what we are talking about. You must become a good feeder yourself. You must take care of breasts, my daughter, and give to your... I'm not saying to do it literally. <laughs> I'm using an example to say you must communicate. Okay, let me talk to Wimpile. You don't have breasts. You must take out your breasts and start feeding your little children. You must feed them. Yourself. This is what many cell leaders have done. Many cell leaders have done what many single moms and people that have jobs have done. They give birth after two weeks. They take the child. They go give to a care, daycare. And then they go and start working. They press milk, put in the bottle, and they leave the child with the daycare person. Some cell leaders, that's, they just bring people to church. The church is a daycare. So anything can happen there. I mean... Do you know the things that are happening in a daycare? Do you know what happened to the children in the daycare? Most children be within the, the first sick, diarrhea, this and this and that. So your, your cell members are having diarrhea there like that. You are not aware of what is happening to them because you are not caring for them yourself. You're just leaving them there like that. Receive grace to care for your children. These are children. They are, Jesus said, feed my sheep. They are Jesus' people. He's giving them to you. Take good care of them. Know their names. Know where they stay. Know what is happening with them. Take care of them. That's what Jesus is saying. I'm happy the Lord gave us grace this morning to have services. Now the rain is only coming now. It's the mercy of God. The mercy of God. Mm. So don't feel bad. I mean, this is better than if it had happened in the morning. Your small people that came this morning, if this thing had happened, your congregation was going to be by half. So just thank God that even if it's raining now, at least the morning was fine. Don't start now. You say, you say, I'm even hungry. And then now it's raining. I can't hear well. You will hear. Praise the Lord. All right, so let me 
just sum up what I'm trying to say. So, when, when you, Sarah, I was talking to you. So, these children that God has given you, you understand? The Sunday morning is a daycare. It's a soul care. We are busy with different things, not with one or two people. So, for them to receive formula, you need to locate them to a place where formula is available. And formula is available where? Eh? Eh? No. Cell is your breast. You are giving them your breast. Where is formula? NBS. Do you get it? Yeah. Formula is... Do you know what is formula? Formula is a milk that you buy in the shop and you mix with water and you give to the child. That's called formula. It's different from breast milk. Even though it does the same job more or less. That's called formula. You buy it in the shop and you give it to your child. You don't know those things, ne? Oh, you know them. All right, praise God. The way you were looking at me, I was surprised. All right? So you need to put them breast milk. My children had breast milk and formula combined because sometimes the breast was not enough. So my wife needed to add something else to balance it. So sometimes your own breasts are not enough. Then you add formula. NBS. That's what, and, and then TMG. That is actually, NBS is just, yes, it's part of a bigger thing. What we must call it is TMG. And this is important because if you look at the new report, you see that there we want to know where are these people because these people are your people. And it seems like after they do NBS for two Tuesdays, you feel your job is over. Yet we fought with you to complete. And we made a big deal when you completed. And you are not doing the same for them. You are not challenging them, guys. Look at this one. They just, they just finished blue line. They are not in yellow line. You are not doing that. We must be the one again to come. And start pushing, pushing, pushing. It's lack of leadership. It takes leadership to move people through the ranks. It's a revelation of your strength. When your people finish all the messages unfruitful, they finish the book, and then you move them to fruitful, I mean, I finished the book on new believers. Then you move them to fruitful. It's a revelation of your leadership. No, Shepard Lawrence told me that his wife gave birth. He sent me the, I'm very happy for him. I thank God for him. But I don't think I'm sitting here wondering what if that child ate today. In fact, I'm only thinking about that. I've never thought about it. Ever since that child was, I've never thought about has the child eaten, and I've never called him to ask the question, has the child eaten today? It is his business. 
He's the one who got the child. So he has to take care of the child. So even these things where we are trying to know where are the people, it's just because we want to know if you are a good parent. That's all. We want to know if the child is eating. We want to know if the child has started a crash. We want to know if the child has moved to grade 8. It's just being a good parent. That's all. So at cell, you see, we've, we've gone back to how to be born again and avoid hell. You see, because we are into simple things for them for now, like just things that they must know. Because we are working for their souls. That's why we are not preaching to them the message. We are not preaching to them the message of the Sunday service. That message is already available in so many platforms. Your leadership can take them to the real message. I mean, think about it. They come to church. They hear the shepherd teach that message. Then they come to sell. You are also trying to teach that message. And they can see that you are struggling with that message. No, no, because, because they saw the shepherd teach that message. And it was flowing. Now you are coming there. You are not sure of, of, and you are just, you see. So we've made it easier for you. You are telling them something the shepherd didn't say. But which is good for them. If you prepare well for that thing. You are feeding them. You are giving them breast milk. I think by the end of May, the book is going to change. Or sometime during the month, it's going to change again. Until we take those people through a number of spiritual truths that are fundamentals in them becoming strong Christians. And if you love your children, I was telling the Kalanyo guys just now that, you see, if I... The reason why I keep coming for the same thing because my point is not to say no, I taught that, I taught that, I taught that. If I've taught it and people didn't understand it, I will teach it again. There's no need for you to just be moving, moving, moving. Look at the people. What do they know? What have they learned? How have they developed? And if you can sense my people haven't developed well, take them one by one into certain things that you want to just make sure, and I want to make sure you understand this well. That's a good parent. That's a good cell leader. You know where your people are. You know where your people are struggling. And you are not just saying, no, I already thought about hell. I think it's... No, you thought about it, but maybe he didn't understand. Take time with him. Go back through it. Ask questions. Okay, we've been doing this series on how to be born again and avoid hell. I've taught on this. I've taught on this. Today, before I teach, I just want to ask a few questions to make sure that everybody understands how far we are. So you ask this question. Like you prepare the question because, you see, you are trying to test if the milk is working or if there's constipation. That's a good parent. 
That's a good parent. A parent who is working. He's in tune with the children. That's a good parent. Are you with me? That's very important. Now, that is part of administration. What I'm just sharing with you is administration to check how many of my people have completed fruitful believers. How many of my people have completed fruitful believers but they didn't complete this lesson and this lesson? How many of my people are now in, 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 in cell leaders? How many? Are, you see, it's admini- that, is, that is administration. And without that, you will have people, you are talking to them every day, but they are not going anywhere. Because you are not checking anything. Then I must ask myself, why are my people stuck at new believers? Because if I pull all your reports here now, some people are not even anywhere. They are not, they are not a new believers at all. Like there's nothing. And some are, most of people, new believers. 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 Oh. Imagine you have a child every year. Crash. 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 Oh, 10 years, crash, crash. You see, even you can't imagine that, isn't it? Why? Because you care about your biological child. But maybe you don't care equally about this spiritual child. That's why he can say, new believers, new believers, new believers, new believers. And you don't mind. (laughs) You are just flowing with him. But if it was your biological child, crash, 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 crash. You're going to say, eh, eh, Papa, this is too much. We can't continue like this. But here you are. New believers. New believers. New believers. New be- All your people. New believers. New believers. New believers. And if I even check that new believers, how many of them have read this, have listened to this? You will see that none of those things are happening because there's no administration. There's nobody who is checking data. There's nobody who is supervising that these things are happening. But tomorrow you're going to have a whole church to run. You're going to have to check this area, that area, this one, that one, that one. You are not just having a few people and you are struggling with them. Look, I see you becoming a powerful administrator. Eh? I see you becoming a powerful administrator. You are in tune with your people. You know who is struggling with this. You know, you know some of your people, after they listen to the messages, they disagree. They are fighting, even you yourself, were you not fighting with messages before? So, what makes you think that your people are also not fighting with the messages? That's why you need to ask questions. So, after you listen to that message, what, what did you pick up? You see, if you start doing this job, well, your, your people will change. Everything will change. Because at the moment, all you do, I can't even introduce the cell. So, you push, push, push for the cell to happen. After it's happened, oh, thank God, the cell. One down. 
They start push. Pull, 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 pull. Sunday. Oh God, thank you. Another one down. You are not enjoying this thing. Me, I'm not struggling. I've been teaching since morning. And I don't feel stressed. I don't feel like, oh, another down. I've had one-on-ones as I'm, before I'm sitting here to talk to you. I have to check my data. Okay, this one needs this. This one needs this. This one needs this. Then I have to work on that. Some of your guys, after the cell, you need to have a one-on-one with this one. Before the cell, you need to have one-on-one with that one and that one and that one. Yeah, pastor, I have a job. I don't have time. Then find, an, find time. Go have one-on-ones at night. If you are serious. <laughs> if you are serious. I've taught you before that successful people know how to work during the day and during the night. If you only work during the day, you are bound. A lot of things will never happen. A lot of things will never happen. If you have to wait to only work during the day. For you to cross certain bridges, you're going to have to learn to break the system. Turn things around. For you to get the results. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So that's the, your cell. You must have, you see, we've helped you. That's why you are selling that today because we've helped you push down the ranks. And at that time, we had so many books you had to read, so many different things that needed to be happening. We were on you every day. This and that. You fight, you might, now you are here. Today, you are a certified cell leader. After we fought, fought, just like your mother fought, fought, fought before, now you have metric. When you have metric, you the one who been enjoying the manual of metric. But they were fighting for you to get metric. And you were fighting them as well. But then one day you will now also have your own child. And when you have your child, you also now start fighting. They must get metric. We fought for you to complete NBS. I mean, TMG. Are you equally fighting for those that God has given you to also complete TMG? Or you are saying, ah, you know, pastor, there are many ways to be successful. My children don't need to get metric. I mean, after all, metric is just a paper. So, those that want it, I let them have it. Those that don't want it, it's okay. God will help us. You see? Now, I wonder why you are not saying that when it comes to your children. But when it comes to your cell members, ah, pastor, it's okay. I mean, he did, he did NBS to, to, to choose this. I think he's coming all right. You are not checking. Some of you don't even want to ask the question because, you know, if I ask, I know that he didn't do this, he didn't do this. Now it's a lot of work for me. But that is revealing that your strength is a bit weak. Hmm? Don't be satisfied with running a little cell. If that was the case, I could have been satisfied and I was supposed to be home now watching WWE. <laughs> oh, no, that, no, that's what I used to do before. Oh, no, no, no. 
Look, that's, that, that was me. At E, E, E channel. ETV, yeah. No, before, before I became a pastor and all these things, Sunday, after church is over, we all go to the house. We have nice food. Then we are watching an, an, an undertaker. That's how I got to know all those guys. I knew WWE. It was around, I think, I think around two or three. Sometimes we we'll watch it. Then we we'll go for the evening service. Can you believe it? Yes. Then when we come back, he used to, he used to have an 8 p.m. movie. So we also come back for that one. We just go and hit that evening service. Quick, 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 quick. After we hit the evening service, we come for that e, uh, 8 p.m. service. Yeah. Did you understand? Like back in the day, that was me. But now I finished teaching. I have trainings. I pray for people. I'm training people. I'm doing. What is the difference between that Pascal and this one? I became a better father. Or I desire to become a better father with the children God has given me. So I want to pay a higher price on them. So I have to sacrifice a lot of things so I can be with them. So I can invest on them. So I can develop them. That's what it is. If we are really saying that what happened here is called born again. So it means these people are babies. That's what it means. They are babies. And a baby needs a parent. And a baby needs a good parent. And they says, yeah, pastor, but they are not children. Those guys, the things they are doing to me, they are not things that children are doing. You know, can I tell you something? Have you seen the poo-poo of newborn babies? Have you seen one before? You'll be carrying him. Oh, oh. Then he start urinating on, on your new shirt that you just bought. I remember one day back in Cameroon, I went to visit a certain family that had a newborn baby. Then I went and I was wearing a very nice shirt. So they brought they brought the baby out. Oh, and the baby had just pooped. Then the mother cleaned the baby. I think I became overzealous. I said, No, no, let me care, 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 let me care. As soon as the baby felt that they were in a place of comfort, they released. I almost I almost left the baby like this. No, 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 I almost. Even the mother said, you almost killed my child. <laughs> I felt bad later. I almost released the baby. That, hey, what is this? Overzeal. I was overzealous. That's what these people are doing to you on Sunday. They poop on your power, just like that. On your white shirt. They urinate on your white shirt. And you just want to drop them. Like you Look, you, eh? They are babies. Yeah, pastor, they are not babies. Those people, they know what they are doing. They know what they are doing. No, I promise you. They don't know. Jesus, people are, 
People are nailing him on the cross. And he said, no, these people don't know what they're doing. How can you say they don't know? After you are using nails. And Jesus said, no, they don't know what they're doing. You also must use the words of Jesus. These must sell leaders. These must sell members. They don't know what they are doing. That's why they are behaving like this. They don't know what they are doing. Father, forgive them. And Father, I'm also forgiving them because they don't know what they are doing. They don't know what they are doing. Yeah. And sometimes you must tell them, you people don't know what you are doing. It will help you. It, I think it helped Jesus. When he was saying, no, they don't know what they are doing. He said, they're not. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they don't know what they are doing. Let me forgive them. Are you with me? Yeah. So that's the purpose of reports. Reports. The purpose of reports is there to check if you are a good mother, if you are a good parent, if you are doing the good job with these people. It's not enough to just have a nice cell, take a nice picture. I know I've been teaching you to do that, and it's good, but I'm not trying to push you to do more than that. So you see that your report, that your goals you send on Monday. Everybody must release those goals on Monday. By Tuesday, these are the people I want at NBS. By Thursday, these are the people I need at myself. By Friday, this is the group I want at prayer. By Sunday, these are all the people that must appear at church. Each one of those services are very important. You should consider those services as different schools that your child is going through to become a grown-up man or a grown-up woman. My child doesn't take himself to school. I make sure he goes to school. Because I know that here he will catch one, two, three. You must understand that your cell members will catch one, two, three at NBS. They'll get three, four, five at the cell. Then they'll catch another thing at prayer. And then they catch other things at the Sunday service. If you were able to bring a lot of them to all those services, your job will become easier. Much easier. You are struggling with them a lot. I think I'm still okay. Yeah. You are struggling with them a lot because they are missing this mathematics class. They are missing that physics class. So when you are trying to teach them this, they don't understand what you are talking about. They are struggling with you. And unfortunately, the pastor cannot be the one chasing all your people. You are called a cell leader. You are leading them into something. You are leading them into NBS. You are leading them into the cell, you are leading them into prayer. If your people are not praying, they will not grow. Hmm? They can't grow without prayer. I think it's Jude that says it, that building yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So when your people are not praying in the Holy Spirit, they are not building themselves in their most holy faith. It means they will be weak Christians. That's what you are saying. Now you look at your cell members, none of them appears at prayer, and you are okay. Give me that jute. But ye, beloved, building up yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up yourself.
yourself in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. That is how people are built up in Christianity. By praying. That is why you are here. It's prayer in tongues. People that don't pray in tongues are not strong in the spirit. I don't want to lie to you. Even yourself, you are sitting here, you are not praying in tongues for hours. You are not strong in the spirit. You cannot do much. Your capacity is weak. Now some of you, if you start praying here now, you will start seeing the movements. They can't. That's why those daily reports were there to challenge you. To, because if you, don't, if you don't build up yourself, you can only carry based on how built you are. If you are not built up to a certain degree, you can't carry certain things. You can't carry a certain number of people if you are not built up at a certain level. You can't carry them. You can't carry their challenges. You can't carry their problems. You will be defeated. That's why we build up ourselves and we also tend them. I don't want to carry them forever. I want them to learn to carry things by themselves. So I take them where they can be built up. When a child is born, we, we, we do, you use diapers. Those things are expensive. So we can't continue doing that. So we teach you how to use the toilet. So that at a certain stage, you know where to go when you have a problem. I can't continue being the one to wipe you all the time. We train you to take yourself to the toilet to wipe yourself. That is a real cell leader. You are not intending to be wiping those bumps for the rest of your life. At some stage, you introduce them to the toilet. This is how you do it. Otherwise, you'll have to be a babysitter till you die. Some of the people, every week you have to go fetch them yourself. You are gathering them every week as if they were born yesterday. So you have called, you are, you see, you are me understanding the culture of gathering. At the beginning, I must gather you because you don't know yet what we are doing. But if I'm doing all these other things, you will pick up quickly that I don't need to be gathering you anymore. You need to gather yourself. Oh? You need to gather yourself. And that should be the goal of every cell leader. Your goal is, I must get people to the place where they can move on their own. That's the real goal. The goal is not to keep them around you. You are the only one praying. No, I must train on prayer. I must train on the word. I mean, another one, um, desire the, the pure milk by which... First Peter 2.2. 2. Thank you. So you see, prayer will grow them. Then, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of what? The word. That you do what? May grow. These guys cannot grow any other way. That's why they are not growing. Even though you are, that's why you keep fetching them every week. You are not introducing them to the word. And you are not introducing them to prayer. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day. If you want to grow. Simple as that. You sh- that should be your song for them. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Read your Bible. And you must make sure you check what they are reading. And if they are praying. That's a good mother. That's a good father. 
anything else, you are wasting energy. The real work is not happening. You'll have a grown-up that is pooping on diapers. You see those, those adult diapers? Yeah? Oh, you haven't seen them before. The grown-up diapers that we use when you go to operations and all of those things, you can't go to the toilet. Then the, the, You put a real diaper. Yeah. So you start having people, they've been with you for a while, but they're still on diapers. Because you don't understand that you need to become a good administrator in such a way that you can check, are they praying? Are they reading the Bible? Are they doing this? That is the way to free yourself. That is the way to not work in vain. Being a good administrator is a way to not work in vain. If you are not a good administrator, if you are not checking important things, what will happen is that you will work for a while using physical exhaustion. At the end of it, the people disappear. And you will feel the ministry is not good. Meanwhile, you are not administrating well. You are not checking things if things are in place. If people are doing the right things. And that's why you are fighting with my reports. Yet me, I'm trying to not waste my time. So I want to see what's happening. And those of you that send report with that picture, I don't want your report with that picture because I will never be able to know if you are speaking the truth. Yeah. I don't know why your phone is always the phone that, is, that goes off before the picture must be taken. Now you say, your phone went off. I forgot to take the picture. The phone went off. The phone died. Why is it that it is always your phone that is dying when it's time to take the picture? Okay, your phone died. So there's nobody else in the cell who has a phone. How will we know who is there? How? I got to see the picture. I got to see the people. I got to see. I don't want to be deceived. You see, me fighting for, for reports because I don't want to work in deceptions. And when you are not fighting for repose, you want to work in deceptions. You want to assume that things are there. Things are working. Things are moving. Meanwhile, there's nothing working. You are assuming things. Are these people reading the Bible? Are they listening to it? Is the word getting in? Because if the word is not getting in, what does that mean? They are not learning. They are not growing. That's the word. That you may grow. So if people are not in the word, they are not what? They are not growing. That's why every week you have to go fetch them. Okay, your child was born yesterday. Can your child walk now? You see, we have to carry him. And we have to keep carrying him, or I mean her. As, as, but if we start feeding the milk, a day will come, she will start moving by herself. And that is the reality. Is that all of you were carried before. Today you are moving by yourself. And that should be your goal with all your people. I carried them for a season, but after that, they should be able to move by themselves. Don't make the gathering must be to new people, not the same people every week. It means these people are not growing. And the reason they are not growing, you are not administrating well. You are not checking things. You are not checking things. 
You have made something that was supposed a means, it has become an end. That gathering is not an end. But gathering is a means to an end. Gathering in itself is not the end. It's just a means that we are using to do something more important. Some of you, you gather so much that by the time you come to church, you are deflated, defeated, paralyzed. You just want to go home and sleep. These, your ships have successfully made you lose and miss the whole service yourself. And some of them didn't even come. Why can't you see that the thing is working against you? You're not applying wisdom. You're not applying wisdom. Hmm? The Bible says, don't be over-righteous. Find the scripture. First verse, don't be overly wicked. Then second verse, don't be over-righteous. People that always go over. Ecclesiastes 7.16. That is the wicked part, right? Uh-huh. Do not be overly righteous. Nor be overly wise. Why should you destroy yourself? When you become over-righteous, no, even if they don't want to come, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll bring them. You are over-righteous. You are more than Jesus. Because even Jesus is saying, I'm standing here, I'm knocking. If you open, I come. If you don't open, I'll move to the next door. But you are over-righteous. So he said, no, I will stay here. I'm committed to saving your soul. No matter what happened. Even if I'm losing my soul in saving your soul, I'll be here. You are over-righteous. And when people are over-righteous, they destroy themselves. Don't be overly righteous. Why should you destroy yourself? Then, don't be overly wicked. Did you find that one? (laughs) The next one. Do not be overly wicked. Nor be a foolish. Why should you die before your time? People that, even when you are wicked, don't do it too much. Like, now, you are so wicked, you don't call them, you don't visit them, they've hurt you, so you are not overly wicked towards them, you are destroying yourself, you are dying before the time. The cell is dying before the time, the ministry is perishing before the time, everything will close down just now. You are overly wicked. Hmm? So don't be over-righteous and don't be over-wicked. Do you get it? Balance yourself. Look, look, balance yourself. Balance yourself. Balance yourself. And you're going to need wisdom to balance yourself, to know that, you know, here, I'm about to become over-righteous. I can see it's not working. Or here, I'm about to fall into wickedness. I must balance myself. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. So that's the reports. Get the reports going. That's your first report. It gives direction to your week. It gives direction to your week. It's always good to know what I'm supposed to do this week. It helps me to not confuse myself. This week, these are the people I want to see here. So from Monday to Tuesday, I focus only on these ones. After I've managed to finish with them, then I now move. I'm now focusing on sale. 
and from cell, I'm building for the cell. From Tuesday, so from Friday already, I should know who I want at NBS next week. So I'm already building it up. I'm already building it up. I'm already building it up. Then by Monday, you see, I'm not thinking about it when I'm submitting the report on Monday. I should have thought about it already. Monday is just because, logistically speaking, we need to submit by Monday so that we can enter a new week. But I should have already thought about this guy, this guy, and this guy must be at NBS long before Monday. Because if I'm only thinking about it on Monday, chances are I might not have them by Tuesday if I'm not good enough. I can easily not make. But if I already know by Friday, these guys must be at MPS next week, Tuesday. So that Friday, I start talking to them. Or Saturday, I go visit them and I tell them about it while I'm, while I'm preparing them for Sunday. Sunday after service, I still tell them, guys, do you remember? We are meeting at NBS. I need to at NBS. This is just for two Tuesdays and that part is done. You're not fighting at that battle with this person. Then as soon as I finish with him on Tuesday, now I focus on sell. Sell, I told myself by Monday that I want this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one to be at sell this week. Now, I must have a cell assistant. So what is the job of my cell assistant? My cell assistant must help me with some of these people. What is the job of my team? My team must help me with some of these people. So I organize the task. I'm going to handle here. You're going to handle here. He's going to handle here. And between Tuesday and Thursday morning, we must have worked through that. But Thursday afternoon, I shouldn't be the only one running around. Even Jesus didn't do that. Don't be over-righteous. How must you destroy yourself? Some of your shoes are finished. But they were not supposed to be finished. I mean, like normally, they could hit until June. But they are already finished. Because you are overly righteous. You are destroying the shoes. Meanwhile, you're supposed to work with this team. What is their job? I don't understand why are they there. What do they do? Well, pastor, they are not ready. Then work on them. That's the purpose. You see, that's, if I have to wait for you to be ready, you will never be ready. I'm calling you here to work on you. I know it's difficult to get here, but all of that is part of you developing. Yes, I have to train you to pay a price. I know some of you haven't eaten. I'm aware of that. And I'm not going to give you food. I'm not going to give you any food. You have to learn to control your stomach for something more important. That's why you are already looking like somebody injected morphine on you. Or m- m- morphine. You look like you are having a headache. Some of you are just saying. Oh. It, it, it's not. It's, 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 you, you have to build strength inside of you. How are you going to be a soldier of Jesus Christ? And how are you going to raise soldiers? I think by the time you guys run for two kilometers, say, okay guys, I think we've pushed, we've pushed, we've pushed, we've pushed. We'll continue tomorrow. Everybody go home. You have a team of morons that can't do much. Can't do much. So as you don't want to be strong, you cannot have strong people. Always remember that. Yeah. As you are fighting that, you're not going to be strong, you're not going to be hard. 
Bishop Dark says the harder a leader, the more he can accomplish. The harder a cell leader, the more that cell leader will accomplish. The softer a cell leader, the less that person will accomplish in this life. Yeah. You can never accomplish great things being soft. You can't fast. You can't read. You can't pray. You are too soft. And the softer you are, the less you can accomplish. The harder you are, the more you can accomplish. Some of you, I can tell you the truth that you could be very far in ministry by now, but you are too soft. You are soft with yourself. You always check the shoes first. Which one should I take? Okay, let's take this one. These ones are comfortable. Like this, this ones. Why is comfort coming first? Not the work, but comfort. I'm not saying comfort is bad, but why is it that it's so important to you? It's like, if you are a bit uncomfortable, you can't do it again. Why, why is comfort so important to you? You see, people that like comfort, the Bible says, he who loves sleep will be, will be poor. Find it. He who loves sleep will be poor. Hmm? Proverbs 2013. Do not love sleep lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes and you'll be satisfied with bread. Do not love sleep. I know more than one person that told me, me I love my sleep. I love, I love my sleep. The scripture is saying, do not love sleep. You know what is poverty? You will not have people. That's your poverty. But don't think about money. Poverty is a different. Here we are not dealing with, do, do we say we're dealing with money? Are we dealing with money here? So the poverty we are talking about here is poverty of souls. Poverty of cell members. Poverty of strong members. Lack of strong members that can achieve anything. That you will have a lot of Things that are not working, that we can't use. Because you are asleep. You are asleep on the job. You are not aware this one is not doing this. This one is in sin. That one is doing that. This one is there. That one is there. You are not aware. You are asleep. May God get you out of every sleep this afternoon in the name of Jesus. So then you hit your Friday. Friday, we already saw what happened on Friday. You got, you got a fight for your people to be at prayer on Friday. It's a must. If you want to be delivered from having to carry them till you die, you got to get them to places where their spiritual masters are beginning to be exercised. And don't do what a lot of, a lot of you do. When you bring people to, to, to prayer on Friday, then you forget them. Then you go there by yourself, by your corner there. Shh, By the time you are finishing there in the corner, your people have, <laughs> they have cleared. They have cleared. 
checking nothing. Look, if I bring my people on prayer on Friday, it's not, I'm not there to pray. I know that I'm not praying much. I'm checking if my people are praying. So from time to then you hold them. Yeah, you move in the shower. That's a real father. That's a good cell leader. I know why I brought you here. I brought you here. You know, I heard the story of a person. This guy was invited to my country to go and preach. But he preaches in English. And then he's invited in a French area. So they called this guy to come and interpret for him. As he's interpreting, the few people in the church that are supposed to hear him interpret in French, one of them start falling asleep. While he is interpreting, the guy, this guy is falling asleep. So he took a paper, he folded the paper. Hey. <laughs> I'm busy killing myself here interpreting for you, and you are falling asleep. The preacher was surprised. <laughs> I said, what's going on? He was just there folding a the paper. Can't be folding a paper. Pah! I'm here preaching, interpreting for you. You're falling asleep. <laughs> you should take a bag of papers. When you come for Friday, you have your bag. If you're sling. Oh. I've suffered to bring you for prayer and you are busy joking. You think you think it's a joke here? You must be they must feel you. Yes, they, they, they also they are not praying, but they are looking at you. They are feeling something. Hallelujah. They are, they, are, they are feeling something. They are feeling something. They are feeling something. Are you listening to me? That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how, you see, don't, don't, don't forget them. You must be on them. When I came here, I guess you used to pray somewhere there. Like this guy. Go stand where you used to stand. Just when I moved here. He didn't know who he was dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. He just be there. And then sometimes he's by the door. By the door like that. He's by the door looking outside. And he's praying nothing. Let's look at the leaves are running too fast. What is this guy saying? No, 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 no. I don't trust this. I don't trust what is going on here. So I addressed it. Clearly. I can't trust that prayer you are praying by the door. I don't trust it. I can't trust it. Yes, I must hear the tongues. I want to hear what you are saying. But you just take the people and you damn them there. And then you go by your corner. You start hitting. You start hitting. Oh. Come back. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Are you getting it?
Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how you develop your people. You must know some among them who can sing. How will you know someone who can sing? You start just a song in the cell. Then you pick who can sing. A good father. If I know that there's, my son has a gift of piano, I'll connect him to the pianist that is in the church. Say, you know what, please, help my son. I'm talking about, you see, I'm trying to move you to the level where you, are, you, you stop just being a hireling. Somebody that has been hired to take care of these people. I don't even love them. I don't know, I don't know anything about them. I'm just hired. Now, I want to get you out of a hireling mentality to a shepherd. That you know your people. You know who is who. You know who is a singer. You know who is this. You know who is that. Then Sarah, you see, there's a guy there in the cell. Maybe you can sense his voice is coming. When he sings, you can feel. It's like this guy can keep a key. You connect him to Mongezi or to Umpili or to Happy. Say, you know what? Please help me with this guy. Now, there are two shepherds or there are two cell leaders working on your soul. That's multiple shepherding. So, you see like today, this is not your shepherd talking. This is your senior pastor talking. But this is going to make the job a bit easier for your shepherd. Because you are getting help in different ways. And those of you that will allow yourself to go to Makane, my, my father will also be helping you from there. So the more help is given to your people. So when you are a bad shepherd, you will just do, let your people come for Sunday. What can that do? Most of the time, you don't even understand what I'm talking about. You must expose them. There will be one thing that will hit. You, you might not know what will hit. So you must allow many things to come. Expose them to this. You know, have you, have you, hey Joe, have you tried this thing? Hey, have, you, have, you, have you done this thing? You don't have the whole world. You are just having this group. Why don't you focus on that group? And do well. So prayer, the word, pick the gifts. Which gifts are here? How can I make sure that this gift doesn't die? Because sometimes your ministry is not finishing. The person is getting bored with you. You need to find another thing where you can hook him. Because the person just needs to be in a certain environment for a certain time for the thing to break. And once it breaks, your job has reduced. Because the Holy Ghost kicks in. Yeah, I don't want to lie to you. Yeah. Even here at Kalanyone, I, I can, when I scan, I can see where the Holy Ghost has kicked in already a bit. Because even the person, you can see the first start changing. The way the, like everything starts changing about the person. You can see that my father has started working here. We've pushed a bit now, he's, he's kicked in. That's your, your, your disciple, Angela. I can see the Holy Ghost has kicked in there. Some of your guys, I can see the Holy Ghost is working on them already. That's are still as hard as rocks. You can never see much. Because they come once in a while. Once in a while. As you expose them, you expose them to, like the Kalanyone guys, if you knew how blessed you are, that I'm here most of the services, so you could just push more of your people. You just fight. you just fight for them to be here when I'm here. A lot of things will break quicker, quicker. 
And if you don't have Pastor Pascal, you have him on Castbox. You push them there, you push, you know, even if you listen a little bit every day, I just want to make sure you are listening to this thing. It helps. It helps a lot. But it's going to require administration. Somebody has to check, make notes, have grafts. Check. Where are these people? Praise the Lord. Then you have your Sunday. Your Sunday, same strategy of cell. Cell is preparing you for Sunday. Cell, you are developing strategies, fine-tuning them so that Sunday is easier. You mustn't suffer every week the same way. It's bad. It means you are, you, are, you, something, you are getting something wrong. Jesus says, Matthew 11, verse 28 and 29, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If the yoke of Jesus is heavy, you are doing something wrong. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Once the burden is too heavy, oh, 28 verse. Yeah. Okay, then 29. Take my yoke upon you. Uh -huh, there you go. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Every time the yoke is hard and the burden is burdensome. Just agree with me. There's something you are doing wrong. Maybe you are not training the people. Maybe you are not administrating well. There's an area you are missing it. So now things are crowding on you and it's becoming too much. Yeah, it's not supposed to be like that. Supposed to be hard, but not too hard. Like just like it's like somebody is taking your life out of you totally. No, 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 no. You are missing it. Maybe you are not praying. Maybe you, do, you are not getting messages in you. So something is not working out. Always remember that when it's becoming too hard, don't just continue. Ask yourself, am I missing it somewhere here? Am I missing it somewhere here? Let me consult with my shepherd. Am I missing it somewhere here? I want you to quickly talk now. Okay, do you understand the reports now? So, Friday, you submit a Sunday attendance report that contains regular members, backslidden members, new members. Why must you submit that report? Even though by Monday you submit who will come on Sunday. But on Saturday, you submit a separate report where you are explaining who these people that you said were coming on, on Monday, you explain who they are. This is why. You see, when you say regular members, it helps your pastor or your shepherd to know how a good shepherd you are. Because for you to keep people on a regular basis, you should be doing certain good things that are allowing you to have those people. If you are having new people every single week, it means you are losing the other people. It means you don't have good shepherdorial skills. So every shepherd... Every cell leader must have regular members. People that have been working on for a while, like they are now more stable. These ones are more stable. They are becoming sheep. They are my regular guys. But you must also have another group called backslidden. Because now you are becoming a good shepherd. 
A good shepherd doesn't let the sheep go astray. Jesus says, I leave 99 regular. I go look for one that is lost. So it means I show love for those that have gone astray. I try to reach out to them. I try to give them an opportunity. My heart is bigger. Being able to bring back sleeping people back to church means you have developed good counseling skills. You have developed good visitation skills. You've learned how to heal people and win them back. It takes another level to operate with a person that has left and you are able to bring them back. It reveals something about you. It reveals that you value the motto that we have at the bottom there of all you have given me I have not lost any of them. I fight to not lose anybody. Backslidden people that are coming back means your prayer life is strong. Because it takes a lot of prayer to pull a backslidden person back. My Bible says his condition is usually worse than the previous. So it's, it's a level of your ministry when we can see backslidden people in your group, then number three, VIPs. Means you are a cell who is reaching out. You are going. You are winning new people. You are not polishing the same coins. There are new faces in your cell all the time. You see, it's different levels. So when you send your report just like that, pan. Maybe we are dealing here with new people. Like all, all these people are new people. But because you haven't put them in categories, do you understand? So we feel you are doing very well. But once you start categorizing them, we discover that all these people are regular people that you've been mentioning every week. It means you are not reaching out to new people and it means you are not reaching out to backslidden people. So you see, that report reveals the type of work you are doing and the intensity of that work. Because if I just take a list, I say 10 people came to church. Anybody will say, wow, that's great. But once I categorize them, among these 10 people, how many of them are regular? Oh, pastor, by the way, all of them are regular. Oh, if all of them are regular, then it didn't work much. Because they, in fact, you might even find that all of them came by themselves. You just saw in the chair and say, uh-huh, this one is here, uh-huh, this one is there, uh-huh, this one is there, uh-huh, this one. And then you are making a list to say, all my people came to church. But they are regular members. They don't need work much to bring them in. Where we are testing your strength is on backslidden people and new people. Yes, and equally, I'm testing your strength on regular people because I need to know if you are a good keeper. If you are a good keeper. That's why that report is very important. Is telling me, this week, these are the people I'm bringing. I'm going to bring this number of regulars. I'm going to bring this number of backslidden. And I'm going to work on this number of new ones. So we see the extent of your ministry. Am I making sense to you? Yeah. Please understand each one of those reports. They're different. But God gave them. Can I tell you something? We didn't copy this from anywhere. This is something God gave us directly here. It's not from, we didn't copy this from anywhere. People might copy it tomorrow if we master it well. 
That's what it is. All those reports you see, daily reports, weekly reports, we never copy them from anybody. God gave that wisdom to us. It's a gathering wisdom. It's the wisdom to gather people. So the only thing left now is the actual hard work. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Remember to subscribe to receive our latest service notifications and to share the link. You can also watch our pastor, Pastor Pascal, live on our Facebook page, Alive Bible Church HQ, or on our YouTube channel, Alive Bible Church SA. Remember, you are alive to give life. Oh,